For Waste Division Radio, I'm Phil Griffin. And I'm Bree Ripley, welcoming you to the first ever Richard Dryfest podcast. We've got a lot to share with you about the 5th Annual All-Ages DIY Richard Dryfest, August 11th and 12th at eight venues across downtown Billings. In this episode, you'll hear interviews with some of the Montana-based and out-of-state musicians, visual artists, poets, and comedians performing at this two-day event, along with an extra-deluxe, super-coveted interview with the man himself. Having a festival that honors me and is, is very much like sacrificing a lamb to the gods and they look with favor upon what you are doing we're also going to be sharing samples of the artists work little vignettes of what life's like for them in the days leading up to the festival and more to start an interview with one of the festival's founders austin finn austin is the ringleader of idaho green a band formerly based out of billings but now kicks it in brooklyn here's austin Our friend Rob Smith. Originally, he wanted to do it at Devil's Tower. I think he was kind of said it jokingly, and then I was like, it wouldn't be that hard to do. Like, we should try it. Yeah. So we tried, and then we realized that it was really difficult to get something organized at a national park, <laughs> especially when, like, beer and punk was involved. So then we yeah, decided to do it locally, and yeah. It's in its fifth year now. How has it changed? How has it become what it is now? Now it seems a lot more solid. Catch Austin and Idaho Green Saturday at the Nova Theater at 11.30 p.m. It takes a lot of people power and a lot more organization to put together a multimedia festival like this one. And we're lucky to have visual artist Mary-Kate Teske on board to spearhead the effort. She stacked the lineup with a diverse group of artists whose work will be on display in the eight festival venues across downtown Billings. artists from painters, illustrators, pretty badass sculptor who makes sculptures out of bones, myself with photography and whatnot. So we've got a pretty steady lineup. What band are you most looking forward to seeing at Dryfest? Oh dude, I I love all my local Billings Billings bands, but I'm honestly so stoked to see what everybody else around the state has to offer. So you've been doing a series with Frank, your vehicle, that you call Backseat Sessions, where you feature local, uh, mostly musicians, right? Um, uh, yeah. Playing in the backseat of your, what year, Lancer? Uh, 61. Woo! Speaking Sorry, there's of. a big fucking truck next to me. Uh, <laughs> it's a 1961 Dodge Lancer. And right. yeah, I just... I've been filming friends pretty much because a lot of my friends are musicians and just kind of snowballed into the backseat sessions. I was 
late to work again But it's okay Cause I know the guy There's a man on TV Saying he's gonna shoot me down Down, down Stand applause, follow him From these faces that I've seen Well, thanks so much, Mary-Kate. Is there anything else that you'd like to add about Dry Fest or any of the visual arts goings on? I'm just so fucking stoked, honestly, about the whole Richard Dreyfus interview thing. Stoked that he's not suing us, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a wacky thing you've done. Keep your eyes peeled for Mary-Kate and her Blue Dodge Lancer, Frank, and all of the sick art she's curated for this year's festival. Another organizer for this year's festival is poet and writer Anna Page, who collaborated with former Montana Poetry Slam organizer Pete Tolton to create an intimate night of spoken word art. This is the first time in its five years that the festival has booked poets to the bill, and there's a little bit of a twist. Hello, this is Anna. Hey, Anna. I'm so sorry we're so behind schedule, but we're making this crazy thing on the fly. Is now a good time? Oh, no. You're fine. You're fine. I uh, have this little headset in, and I was actually just going to drive to where I need to be. I'm super stoked that we have poetry this year, and I'm wondering if you could please tell us what the heck are we going to expect with poetry at Richard Drive Fest? What are you excited for? Um, well, I'm not sure what to expect because what we're doing is something that's not done yet in this town, at least in the broad capacity of what we're doing for Drive Fest, which is bringing poets together to basically take their words and, and perform with a variety of different musicians. And when can we see you at Dry Fest? We kick off at 7 p.m. at Craft Local, which is this great new spot on Montana Avenue. Friday night, 7 o'clock, Craft Local. Yep. All right, see you there, Anna. Thanks so much. <laughs> You're welcome. Bye. One of the poets, who will be reading from the Notes app on her iPhone, is 23-year-old part-time poet, part-time student Molly Olette. So I found out through some internet sleuthing that you're a fan of the poet Steve Rogenbuck, known for his YouTube videos. He is my favorite, actually. and He is such an inspiration to me. Like, he's the reason why I started doing some of the poetry that I do like I didn't realize that poetry could be so unconventional almost everybody wakes up and does something they don't like we can do better than this human beings can do better than this rise up you frickers you are literally gonna die make something beautiful before you are dead 
So you told me in conversation over Facebook chat that you haven't really ever posted any of your work online. And I noticed that at poetry events and readings across town, you often read from your phone. So I'm wondering, how do you write your poetry? Do you do it into the phone notes app? Yeah, that's exactly how I do it. Most of the time I do it through notes on my phone. Um, I tried carrying like a moleskin around for a while. So I have ADD and with a notebook, I just, I can't carry that around. Like I can't keep track of my things. I'm just really disorganized. But your iPhone app, never lose it. Yeah, because I have my phone on me all the time. Yeah. Do you have anything that you'd like to share? Like, is there a favorite poem of yours? A lot of Steve Rogan books are my favorite. Like, Make Something Beautiful Before You Die is one of my favorites. But actually, probably one of my favorite poems is Serenade by Edgar Allan Poe. I think that's a really beautiful poem. So sweet the hour. So calm the time. I feel it more than half a crime. When nature sleeps and stars are mute, to mar the silence, even with loot. Molly Olette, thank you so much for taking the time with Waste Radio. Oh yeah, it was awesome. Thank you so much. She was in love with Fun for the whole family can be found at the All Ages Festival, but a gentle warning to the faint of heart. The 10 comedians on this year's bill will hold nothing back. We've caught up with one funny guy to give you a taste of what to expect. Hi, is this Caden Taylor? This is Caden Taylor. We are calling around doing some kind of casual interviews for Richard Dryfest. Okay. I'm a 17-year-old stand-up comedian. I go to school in the Heights at Skyview High School. So I went to go tell my mom the joke, this joker, and it was kind of mean. And I was like, Mom, Mom, what, what's the first thing you think of when you think of a broken con? And she goes, uh, I think of you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's a lie. Um, I don't want to lie. Hi, I love you. Um, so fucking grounded. Be a little adult and dirty, and I, I am trying to move away a little bit of just sexual humor. But I mean, when when it's uh, my parents in the crowd, they kind of know that it's. Uh, I'm trying to be more of a, a character up there. I'm not really trying to be a hundred percent me. I'm trying to be weird just for the sake of weird. Sure. And they, they kind of understand that I'm not really truly giving my thoughts about the world because no one really wants to hear a, a 17 year old kid go up and tell them what they think about you know politics or anything like that. Mm. Mm. So is this part of your uh, subject matter with sex jokes that you kind of use those as a way to get around the young kid thing, or? Yeah, because um, me growing up, that was kind of uh, for for kids around uh, my school that that I hung out with. That was kind of the the thing, big thing was love and relationships and sex. And I always found sex just to be really, really just dumb. In general, I never, I never took that serious. I, I mean, for a while, I tried. It's like, oh yeah, oh look, I'm trying to be cool, but I mean, it, it just, I never really. At, at this point, it's just, I don't think it's important. I think it's a dumb thing for kids to do, and I just, so I just kind of mock it. <laughs> this seems like it's part of your bit. <laughs> In three words, describe what it's like to be 17 years old in the year 2017. Really 
really awkward. Catch Caden Taylor's act at the Art House Cinema and Pub Late Night Comedy Show on Saturday from 10.30 p.m. to 1 a.m. And now, without further ado, we present to you an interview with the man, the myth, the legend. Richard Dreyfus. Hello, is this Richard Dreyfus? Uh, no, this is Richard Dreyfus. <laughs> Thank you so much for taking the time to talk, Mr. Dreyfus. Well, I just heard about it. I, who knew? <laughs> if I had known I had a festival named after me, I would have been there. <laughs> well, thank you so much for taking the time. Uh, we were curious to know, like, if you had a chance to check out the website and, and the listings that it offers, and if, if any of that stood out to you. Well, uh, actually, if I understand correctly, you guys are basically musicians, bands, right? Right. Rock and roll. Yep. Uh, and and do you uh, like country or are you hard or whatever that's called? Um. Yeah. So it's like a, I guess a punk festival by name, but that can kind of really. Mean, yeah. Yep. Um. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that shit. <laughs> well, that's all right. It's kind of perfect that way, actually, too. <laughs> but um, you can quote me. Here's a quote. <laughs> Let's see. Any it. culture that has as its central musical instrument the electric guitar has to be, by definition, neurotic. <laughs> was actually a child, you know, I'm not talking about the Roman Empire, I'm talking just a little while ago, <laughs> and when I was a child and rock and roll came in, I thought, wow, this is fucking fantastic. Yeah. And then I, I, hung, I hung out until the Beatles broke up. Uh-huh. After that, I paid no attention. <laughs> and, and, the, and the more... Uh, ugly the sound got the more electric the sound got yeah the less i liked it sure so right i actually I'm a country person i'm a story person you are okay yeah i heard that you didn't like uh electric guitar music and somebody told me to ask you but i was kind of uh hesitant so it's nice that you came out and just said it <laughs> but i, I but I listen you i said to myself why did they name this after me and then it said because someone thought that I was the epitome of cool. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's something like that. We model, we use your face for a lot of stuff because it looks cool. <laughs> oh, I must say, being me is really cool. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing right now? I know you have a you have something coming up this afternoon that's probably involved with your organization. What kind of stuff are you involved in? I'm uh, I'm involved with. Uh, trying to revive the teaching of civic authority in the grades below high school graduation.
because right now we have completely eviscerated the yeah. education of our children and they are not prepared they're not equipped and we have taken from them all of their armor all of their knowledge mm. all of their ability to reason themselves out of the problem we have taken everything from them as if they were our enemy mm. Well, we'd like to share with you an extended invitation for you to come to Richard Dry Fest number six if you would like to lead a workshop and speak to like hundreds of folks who are expected to turn up for this two-day festival. Would you accept this invitation to come next year? Yeah, I would. So I'll come and I'll talk about any issue you want, whether it's rock and roll or who's better, the Beatles or the or the Burbles. Beach Boys. <laughs> The stones. <laughs> the stones. Yeah, the stones. It's grotesque. They're actually <laughs> and they're still wearing the same stuff. Holy shit. I was wondering if I could cut in here with uh, kind of a couple of random questions. Sure. So this is kind of like a weird culty festival around you and your name and your face. I was wondering, like, what kind, if you saw, have seen over the years, like, other strange sort of references to you or, like, homages, if you will? No, I haven't. Really? This is a first. Huh. (laughs) Wow. I mean, I've had, I've been given tributes, I I suppose. Sure, yeah. I, I once went to Serbia, and I didn't realize, I just did not understand. I was handed this award and I walked into a room and inside that room were 6,000 people and they were standing up and applauding me and I I froze. Wow. (laughs) Did you figure out why they were applauding you? Well, I actually, this is what really happened. I said thank you, of course, and then I walked back off stage. And someone said to me, oh, you could have stayed forever. And they would have loved to have asked you questions. I said, why didn't you say that to me? Why didn't you tell me that? I mean, holy shit, what a great thing that would have been. To have 6,000 Serbians talking to me. I, I, I did say one thing to the Serbs. I said, I said, you know, I'm actually a metaphor for you. I said, Serbia is a country that has actually been central to European history for 2,000 years. But nobody knows it. It's been there, and it's been really important, <laughs> but nobody knows about it. And now you have a really bad rep. <laughs> because of how many people you killed. You know, and uh, I said, and now you're coming back. Uh-huh. I said, me too. I said, I was, I've been central to Hollywood history for 50 years and it's kind of like who and now I kind of have a bad rep (laughs) I said and I'm coming back so (laughs) I represent you (laughs) sure and they laugh (laughs) well that's great (laughs) um so Austin Austin Finn is a guy who actually organized this fest initially he's not the one with the idea but he kind of took the idea and made it happen in Billings um he wanted to be sure that I asked you if there are actual copies of the book Baby Steps that your character, Dr. <laughs> Leo Marvin, in the film uh, What About Bob wrote. Or was it just a jacket on an empty book? It was a 
jacket on an empty book, <laughs> which should have been a book, because there's real wisdom in all the stuff that that character says. Uh-huh. He's a pompous ass, but he's he baby steps has actually entered our culture. He could have the author of the of the script could have really dined out on that. <laughs> I think that's why Austin was curious. Probably yeah. saw some serious that's a stuff. Great question. Yeah. Do you have any pearls of wisdom for a bunch of creative types? Well, I will tell you that having a festival that honors me and is is very much like <clears throat> sacrificing a lamb to the gods, and they look with favor upon what you are doing. <laughs> uh, you will all receive, probably during this lifetime, something blessed from some god somewhere um, because it's such a wacky thing you've done <laughs> I mean I, I, per- I totally think I deserve it <laughs> my name is Richard Dreyfus. I am Richard Dreyfus, and I approve of this festival thank you so much for your time was there anything you were expecting us to ask you that we didn't or anything that you'd like to add uh, no but you're smart to ask that um, thank you uh, uh, it's, it, I'm very, very touched, I really am, that you're doing this. I think you're smarter than the average bear because I do believe that I have a constituency out in the, in the wilderness of America that um, does respond to me as a screen actor. I think I have more in common with people who live in Wyoming and Montana than one might think. And uh, and I, I love the idea that you're actually doing the kind of music I hate. <laughs> uh, there's something really good about that because, you know, this is a country built upon disparate opinion. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, this is not a, you know, the music festival that I would have chosen. Fascinating. It is fascinating. <laughs> I'll bet. We look forward to having you at the 6th Richard Dry Fest next year. Thank you so much. Yes, thank, thank you. Thank you. Bye. And thank you whoever thought of it. Yeah, we will. <laughs> Okie doke. Thanks okay. a lot. Okie doke. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. May Richard Dreyfus live on forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you at the festival. For Waste Division Radio, I'm Bree Ripley. And I'm Phil Griffin. For more information about Dryfest, visit waste-division.org, where you can find artist interviews, discounted pre-sale wristbands, and schedule information. Again, that website is waste-division.org.